afternoon, everybody. My name is Tony Cardenas, and this is the Indy Real Estate Market Weekly Podcast. Today, we are sitting here with the FC Tucker team here in Carmel, Indiana. Uh, Jeff Matthey, FC Tucker, Shelly Walters, FC Tucker, and Kyle Morris, FC Tucker, all from Carmel, Indiana. We got to get some Indy people in here, but uh, Justin Griffith with Keller Williams could not make it in today because I think he had a listing or a showing, right, Shelly? Yeah, a closing. 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 Okay. And then Greg Cooper, we actually reached out to Greg Cooper. What time did you do that today, Shelly? Uh, two hours ahead of time. And Cooper didn't even give us the common courtesy to what, Shelly? Okay. So, you know, Greg Cooper, uh, we're at you, and you're going to be on the show in a, next week or two. Anyway, hey, let's talk about what's going on in the market right now. You know, it's almost at the end of January. It's very cold out. It is the end of January. Literally, Literally almost. the last day. It's the last day. Oh, it is. Okay. Hey, uh, <laughs> it is. What's going on in the market, you guys? Shelly, kick it off. All right. So looking at the stats again, uh, inventory is just not picking up. It's actually continuing to decline enough that I'm um, okay. kind of wondering about something we should talk about, what we think might be happening this spring in the market. Uh, Carmel had 23 new active, 11 pended. Currently, there are only 95 active in Carmel. Um, in the past 30 days, 66 sold. Average days on market was 37, but the median was 20. We get into this because of 20 what? 20 days on market. Gotcha. So days on market are pretty good. Inv that means inventory is low. That's what we probably expect. So um, days on market are starting to go down. And um, I think that has a correlation with how much inventory we do not have. Um, Westfield, 15 um, new actives. But if I want to say there's four new ones there. So that was total of 19. Seven pended, but four of those were new. So really only three pended. I keep saying that because when you see a builder pinned a house and list a house, it always just says one day on market because they list and sell them on the first that one day. Currently right. 142 active in Westfield. There's 58 that have sold in the past 30 days. 31 of those were new builds. Whoa. So wow. Westfield mm -hmm. is so, uh, really so high on new So builds. how many homes do you have listed in Carmel right now? 95. 95. You know, I'm looking at uh, another source here, and something's off here, and uh, this always happens, and I, I, I know your numbers are right, but why does, let's talk about this so people understand this. Why does Zillow say we have 168 agent listings, and I only have um, houses and townhomes and condos selected? Should I hit multifamily? It would make the number go up? It probably well, would. Yep. There's a few in there. It's a real, it's counts, at it stats counts as, leases as well in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And again. I, I got the leases turned off. But that's the, here's my point. This is why this show is so important. We, we get our numbers of exactly what's going on. And we're, you know, they're making this out to be a lot better than it really is. Well, you you just like made me have a little bit of hair on the back of my neck stand up when you said Zillow says. Right. Because that's well, just something we don't like to hear. No, I, no, I, I, I agree with that. That's why I, I, I brought this up today. It's because it seems to me some of their stuff, it's got a lot of fluff in it and it's just not accurate. Why is that, Kyle? Well, uh, well I mean. Part of it is because we don't sell our, all of our data. State of Indiana doesn't sell all our data to Zillow, but it's, it's hard because I know consumers use it, and it, it doesn't insanely bother me as long as they are engaging with a real estate agent because, in my opinion, like the reason it gets used so much is because it's the most user-friendly. It just is. It's, it's right. very consumer-friendly as far as like e ease of use. Um, 
but to your point, the the, the stats just aren't right. It's, I, I, it's funny you said so. that because about seven thirty this morning, I went to FC Tucker's website. Okay, mm. for this branch, this office, but I mainly wanted to know what was going on in Carmel, and it's completely different. It's like you're right on point, Shelley, of what you're talking about, and I see this big difference. People need to understand that if you want accuracy, they need to listen to the show, see what's going on, the price point, the days on market, because this is very misleading in a way. Well, that's why we always say the Zestimate is something you should not be looking at because Zillow is looking at so much different information pulling oh, yeah. from everything. We are pulling directly from MyBoard, which is our stats for the local area, telling us exactly what we need to know all the way down to the exact neighborhood. Zillow's Zestimate does not look all the way down to the neighborhood. Oh, no. So no, it, it goes within a radius and a zip code. Right. You're talking about not only Zestimate, you're talking about the values too, right? The little pre-value, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's yeah, that's yes. Well, I have a better one than that that's really pretty close to being on point. And we'll we'll that put would that. Be me, Kyle, or Jeff. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it wouldn't. Doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't but, take but, into account condition, location, yeah. like things that actually impact uh, pricing of a home and, and selling. So the stats on pooling, we're all pooling. Yeah. It's directly from my board. Today's market, uh, looking exactly at Carmel, Indiana. Right. Um, they may be looking at Carmel, Indiana, but like he said, they're, they're usually a couple leases. months behind. They could have things that are saying active that have already pended that have not shown up at Zillow yet. So these are accurate with using our MyBore. Um, I found a couple of duplicate listings in there before, too. Mm -hmm. that someone like the owner put up there as well as it feeds over from my board if you do it as a lease and a sell it does it the same house gotcha. twice. okay but so what the piece to it is i i get that people are going to look at it sure. just just make sure you know i i set up just service that's okay i mean they if they want to look stuff. at it they can it's a good guide but when they find the agent at fc tucker for this week fc tucker because the uh compass and keller williams uh williams people aren't here um, they can go to Keller Williams. I mean, they can go to FC Tucker, go on their site, and get the... Uh, they can come to us every week. Right. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something about FC Tucker's site. Now, I'm not just saying that because I'm sitting here at the FC Tucker office. The site is very user-friendly mm -hmm. for somebody that doesn't know what the heck they're doing as a first or second home buyer. Because people don't get on these sites like we do all the time, okay? And it is user-friendly. So whoever's in charge of that with FC Tucker honestly has done a hell of a job yeah well the more cumbersome and wonky it is like people just give up the cumbersome and what wonky wonky, the wonky. Word what of does the that day. mean <laughs> wonky's the word of the day with him it means odd okay <laughs> you know odd. Like, um okay. but i do think that's why those sites get a lot of traffic is because they've spent more money on that piece than where we spend a lot of money on the accuracy piece and all of that you know we right. have uh, memberships to my board, all this other stuff. All right. So, yep. all right, let's get back to stats. Uh, recap the uh, uh, Carmel for me real quick, and then let's move over to Westfield because I can't remember. Okay. So Carmel, 23 new active, 11 pended, currently active, 95, sold in the past 30 days was 66 with an average day on 30, on the market, 37, median is 20. Um, and then Westfield, 15 hit the market. Four of those were new builds. So um, those four also pended immediately. So that's where I show the one day. On Got market. you. Um, so really three of the 15 sold. Um, currently 142 houses on the market in Westfield. 58 sold in the past 30 days. 31 were new builds. And that shows an average days on market for the past 30 days was 58. Median was 41. So okay. Westfield has a little higher days on market. Zionsville, 11 hit the market. Five of those were new builds, so really only six hit the market. Gotcha. Um, three of those pended. 
35 currently active in Zionsville, so Zionsville's inventory is really low. Um, 14 sold in the past 30 days with an average days of 24 on the market. So we were seeing in the past month of average days on the market, I would say 30 to 40. Mm -hmm. Roughly. So I say that we're, our days on market are starting to go down. Yep. Okay. Kyle, let's move over to you on the uh, housing traffic report. Um, it's a helicopter. So I, I guess, I mean, I'm just saying the same thing uh, that Shelly is. Inventory is a really, really big problem. I mean, I think we need to talk about that on the show a little bit here today. I know we've talked about the past couple we, of weeks. We can. Um, no just for example, I was flipping back. Our inventory is so low in, the, in, in like Fishers and Noblesville. It's the same as we were looking at in April of last year when we had nothing, right? And so there was right. the concern there. Um, we are 60 days out from really like, really the market really really heating up for the for the spring selling season and i just don't see enough houses going on the market to impact it and at that point you know i, I, I had a bunch that sold in seven days when i was looking at it and then average days on market is up in that 30 range again but so stuff is starting to sell quick as well but there's just not much so when something good comes out it sells really really quick as absolutely I said but the bigger problem is is if we get into april and you have more people who are in that buying pool looking at these houses yeah, but and don't you think it's going to turn on just a little bit? I mean, April comes along, people are going to say, hey, no, no, there will be more. They got to be used to the rates that are here now. I don't want to get into rates today, but people you know, already are. Yeah, they're, they're used to it. And the bottom line is they don't like it, but they're, they know that's the norm. Uh, but, you know, I think people are going to get, like, Jeff, you'll get calls. People wanting to list their home. It's coming this spring. And of course, they come up to you, you know, what do you think I should do? This, that, and the other. Hell, I, I think that you're going to have a premium price house that you're probably going to get full list with low inventory that's the home is ready we talked about that on the show last week right we're just still, yeah we're oh, still seeing 99 percent list to sale yeah, ratio 100 percent yeah. list to sale ratio and everything right now yeah and so i i mean people who are worried about the rates i mean they're you know like oh these these are high yeah we don't need ridiculous. to get in the rates well, but if the past two years were just that low it's not that these are that high actually you know right like that's kind of the conversation to a certain extent but my bigger concern is even though the market will heat up and there will be more houses on the market we are at such a deficit it won't catch up quick enough and all of a sudden you have four people competing for a dream home again because there's not much on the market i Got you. don't know how we're going to avoid over list prices this well year. not only over list prices but you're probably going to have some people i mean and, and buyers don't understand this. Buyers, if you're out there listening to this podcast and you're thinking about buying a new home, I'm telling you, you need an advocate. Go to a real estate agent that has history on builds to go through that, walk through the deal with you, give you your expectations, what's going on, because I think you're going to see some new home uh, inventory going to sell. Well, mm -hmm. you see yeah, that in Westfield. No, I know you see that in Westfield, but the bottom line is you're going to see it, and um, they need your expertise. Yeah. You wouldn't believe how many people that I have talked to that have built homes in a certain area. They just didn't know what was going on, and they needed some guidance. And here's the thing. It doesn't cost them anything. You know, it doesn't cost them anything to get the knowledge that you guys have to go out and buy a home. Okay, yep. give me Fishers again. Let's go. Okay, so Fishers, um, 23 went on the market in the past week, anywhere from 230000 to $1.1 million. Eight of them are um, active and 15 of them pended. So quite a few actually wow. pended in seven days, right? Yeah. Um, 34 days on market is average days on market, and there's only 78. And last week I was gotcha. complaining because there was 89. Or something and like remember that, right? when we were at like 150, 160 yeah. was our in, and that's in November and December. Yeah. 
it, I mean, that is, I mean, that is just such a significant drop. I, that's why I mean, like, I just don't see how we can backfill it quick enough to actually impact things. Okay. Um, what do we got for Noblesville? Noblesville, we had 16 go on the market anyway from 148 uh, to 1.6 million. 11 of those are still active. Uh, only five pended. Um, Noblesville has kind of seen kind of a downtick, I think, since August, just that uh inventory's been lower so just not as much has been moving so, exactly but there's 74 uh on, on the market there but their average days on market's a little bit higher they have 42 days on market but when i was looking at it like i didn't look at median this week i usually do uh i had one that sold this week in noblesville that had been on the market since may so i mean that's going to be a huge huge swing you know you take that out of it you're going to be much lower so. gotcha you know i'm looking at a broad ripple here right now uh on the fc tucker site and it's completely different than a Zillow, and the number is lower on the FC Tucker site compared to Zillow. So right now, there's a total of 18 results, homes for sale, uh, in Broad Ripple, and the lowest price that I have right now in Broad Ripple is right around um, $219,000, and uh, it says uh, it's been out there about 35 days. I don't know what the problem of it, uh, with this house is or not, but uh, Big Fella was here, that's uh, a.k.a. Uh, Justin Griffith with Keller Williams, we'd be able to get down to the stats but on those it. Those numbers sound more accurate for Broad Ripple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the um, five days on market is not that, bad. That might no, be no. in a flood zone, too. Yeah. What'd you say, Jeff? That might be in a flood zone. Yeah, I've dealt with that down there a lot. You're absolutely right. So, Jeff, uh, I'm going to pull up Rudy and Kessler here in a little bit. But so, what do you think about um, uh, people that are in the market right now? that are looking to get pre-qualified right now? What, what should they expect? Right? I mean, we do have a couple Fed rates going up. I don't think they're going to go a half a point. I think we're going to get hit with quarters now. That's what they're talking about. Um, I think these people that have old uh, pre-approvals need to refresh their new pre-approvals. Don't you agree with that? You definitely have to have a fresh one. Um, make sure everything still lines up with what your goals are pricing-wise. Um, obviously, right now is probably the time to buy with inventory going down and more buyers coming into the market in the spring and summer, um, you can expect more multiple offer situations, especially if inventory keeps declining and days on market go down as well. Um, it's a good time to be a first time home buyer within the like next 60 yeah. days. Yeah, it is, you know, um, but, but here's, it's funny. I'm telling you, I, I watch real estate shows every night and I watch pretty current ones. The all right. I do catch up depressing. No, I'm going to tell you something. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you what the big dogs are saying out in LA, and I'm not going to say their names. So maybe I, you know, I don't know if we could get sued or anything. But here's what they're saying. They're talking about guys out here selling six and eight and nine million dollar homes that they don't have any inventory, and the buyers are reluctant to put the home on the market because of interest rates. You know, and the guy says last night on the show, you know, uh, if this show, if this house is two million dollars more because of lower inventory, because, you know, they sell on demand out there and the interest rates a little higher. He actually said, and she actually said that knocks our buyer out of the market. They can't, you know, even the rich can't afford when the rates are up. And that just goes to show you that it's everywhere. It's, it's realistically happening to the rich as it is to the norm, normal person or as the first time home buyer. Well, I think we did have a lot of buyers that sat back and thought, uh, let's just see what happens. Let's mm -hmm. just see what happens. And the spring is coming now, and that would be the buyers that have sat back and see, let's see what happened. And this is what's happened. We're, you know, six and a half or whatever percentage point around there. Uh, this is where we are. So those that are sitting and waiting and trying to figure out if it's going to go down, it doesn't look like it will anytime soon. So if you're interested in buying or you need to buy, 
Um, I absolutely think you should be out there looking right now instead of waiting till March or April when multiple offers start and we're back to maybe potentially paying twenty, ten, thir- you know, thirty thousand dollars over list again, mm-hmm. plus the interest rate. Plus the interest. So we've yeah. been saying that all along. Right now, you can still ask sellers for points and yeah, the points is very helpful. Repairs to the house and yeah. I actually t- talked to somebody this weekend who was working um, with somebody, and they were talking about how they purchased a home, and they were sad about the interest rates and everything like that. Sad? Sad. Okay, go ahead. That's my I word. just wonder. That's my word. That's right. Sad. Got it. So they were talking about um, how, you know, their pr- rates and everything, and I said, well, did you even talk about the 2-1 buy-down or any help with the seller? They don't even know what you're talking about. The agent. He goes, my agent didn't tell me anything like nope. that. And I said, Could have well, cost them a house. Well, they got the house, but it cost him some money. Right. And he paid full list. Well, he so, should have paid full list with a uh, a two one buy down, and he would have saved a bunch of money. Yeah. So you can also you assume to... loans too. Yep. What? You can also assume loans too. Yeah, a lot, a lot of those loans are just there's not Depends very many on of them the out down, there. Down right. payment, but right. the thing about that is, is just make sure you're working with an agent who's understanding what we have to do in this market to help out you as a buyer, you know, in the best interest of you, for what your situation is in these times with the interest rates and everything else that's exactly right these buyers like uh you know jeff you and kyle and everybody out here uh i don't know how often you bring it up but when somebody's walking through a house and saying i don't know if i can afford this or not or whatever the situation is uh with today's interest rates you have to bring up the two one buy down or the three two one buy down okay not a lot of people want to participate on that because it costs a little bit more money but the bottom line is if you can get a guy in a four and a half percent interest rate jeff you know what you got them in uh, they're ready to buy they're ready to buy and get themselves a nice home i mean just think how many like to your point of you know somebody who's in it all the time just think how many changes we've had in the past six seven months just on this podcast right so we went from talking about competitive offers um as is escalation clauses to you know we thought that the market was pivoting before everybody else to all of a sudden we're talking about high interest rates to then we're talking about how do you do competitive financing with buy downs to talking about the uh winter selling season to now an inventory problem in six months like that's how much it has swung back and forth what do you think about that shelly well, the whole thing is just knowing to stay up on what's yep. going on right now and to look forward to what's coming and being under able to understand how this is going to affect all of us and how it's going to affect the seller, how it's going to affect the buyer. Um, so I just think that when we're looking at rates, just know there's help for buyers out there. Right. But I want to go back to what uh, a little bit of the show last week. Okay. The people are going to start getting ready probably in 30 to 45 days thinking, oh, it's springtime here. I want to get my home and everything done. The bottom line is, I got to tell you something. If they start taking care of the home that they're doing and just cleaning it up, getting the yard ready, Shelly, yes. and getting the yard ready. You don't have to watch TV right now. Um, the bottom line is. They're going to get a probably a premium price out of their real estate, don't you think? They are. To work on the inside right now, so that way when you know March rolls around and you start to get you know flowers popping up, all you got to do is get deal with the outside real quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, get everything ready to go. I mean, I can't wait to cut the grass. If you want to know the truth, that's I the big. I'm telling cut you, mine if you want. 
I might do it. <laughs> I, I mean, the bottom line is, you know, uh, get the garage cleaned out. Get things just clean and organized. Maybe you can't afford to paint the whole house inside or out. But I'm telling you, organization is everything. Well, the biggest mistake I think we all see as professionals with buyers and sellers is they bring us into the process too late. Um, and I don't mean like right. that we can't get it done, you know, like two months, you know, if, if we would have had an extra two months, I could have made the experience much more enjoyable, much less stressful because we would have been able to timeline everything and game plan everything a little bit better instead of them calling you up and then be like, well, we've done most of it. Will you come in? Let's take a look at like, what we, you know, are we ready to go and stuff? And, you know, we want to list in like 30 days. I'd rather or come less. in. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like two weeks. Um, I'd rather know six months three months in advance hey this is what and i have a lot, a lot of people reach out to me like that but you know i mean it's fit, it's a coin flip on what i get right so but when people are way ahead of the curve on their timeline even to just talk to us about like they're thinking about doing it not that they've even made the decision to do it they have a better experience they get more they get a better house when they buy and they sell their house for more money because they're more prepared for both and i also want to advocate for that pre-inspection Mm -hmm. um, helps you as a seller very much to know what you're going to deal with. If a buyer finds it, you want to find it first. And just little things like having your house cleaned, mm -hmm. like all the registers, fans, stuff like that. It makes a huge difference when a buyer is walking through. Yep. Yeah, we always say the buyers, when they see what they can see, they're curious what they can't see. Oh, gosh, all the know? time, yeah. And the little tiny things like uh, broken light switch covers, stuff like that. Yeah. I know it seems light, uh, light bulbs out of the right. light fixture. Yeah. Well, if I was walking through a house and I saw a bunch of stuff that just like you said, a broken light switch or this, that, and the other thing, what else is wrong with this house? If they're not going to fix that little tiny thing, it's what else do we have here? <laughs> right. That's well, I mean, that's natural human, right? Like assumption, right? Like I yeah. don't think that's wrong, but anybody does that. It's just, that's what people do. But they also do it the other way. When they see good things, they start to think more good things. Right? That's right. So, yeah. Like, you just got to know what you're dealing with. <coughs> the house is well, prepared for. Let's wrap up this show, but I want to leave it on a, I don't know if this is a negative, uh, but the Federal Reserve is likely to hike interest rates again. It's probably going to be today or tomorrow. What does that mean? They're talking anywhere from a half, maybe even a quarter, which a quarter saying, hey, things are slowing down enough for them not to hike it too much, which is not a bad thing. Okay. Um, it's still going to make your house a little bit more expensive, but understand that's not a full quarter of a point or half a point on your mortgage rate. This is a Fed's fund rate that reflects all different interest rates, whether it's a CD, putting money in savings account, or borrowing money, okay? So it does change daily. Uh, if you have any questions for anybody on this podcast, we do have a number, 317-376-8001. But Jeff, if somebody wanted to contact you and get a hold of you, uh, at your new FC Tucker company, how would they get a hold of you, please? My cell phone is still 773-859-0926. Okay, and Shelly? You can reach me at my cell phone, 317-201-2601. Shelly oh. Walters, you're with your group. Uh, what company do you work for? FC Tucker. Okay. Come on, Big Daddy, give it to me. Uh, S'mores Property Group with FC Tucker. It's 317-649-5122. Morris Property Group. I wonder what company they're with. Okay, that's what I wanted to hear. All right. Hey, thank you, everybody, for listening to us today at the FC Tucker office here in Carmel, Indiana. It's an FC Tucker week, it sounds like. And uh, we'll talk to Greg Cooper next week from Compass. 
Justin Griffith next week from Keller Williams. And we got some new special guests coming on the show, some friends of Shelley's. I don't know if they liked you or not, Kyle, but they're friends of Shelley's. <laughs> and um, we're going to have a little bit of fun. Well, and I want to just say really quickly, congratulations to Kyle. He won a huge award at the My Boar event this past weekend. That's right. He won the Bud Tucker Award, yep. which is all in regard. And you know what? We're going to put that in the link on the, on the, sh- on the show. Okay, so we will put that on the link to uh, let everybody see Kyle. Uh, you had your hair messed up a little bit in that picture. But anyway, and I'm kidding. Well, anyway, you had to give a speech and everything. Award, yeah, it's all about um, just giving back to the community yep. and how much he does. So I just want to really, I mean, Kyle really pours out to his community and all of his um, work that he does for a lot of people. So congratulations. Thank you, Kyle Morse, FC Tucker. I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate everything. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you.